0: hey y'all i wanted to come on real quick um to see if you're up for a little challenge so when i was a kid i used to come up with this game um called the compliment game basically me and all my cousins we'd sit in a circle and we'd give each other compliments even then as a little kid i had the love of god in me like i just i knew we were all insecure in some way and i wanted to take action to figure out a way to boost each other up and and lift each other up at a young age. I mean, like 10, 12. Um, But yeah, so with that, I feel like that's something we need as adults. I feel like sometimes when you get to a certain age, you lose the childlike essence of yourself. And I'm a big believer in you don't have to lose that aspect of yourself. There's no grow up and be this or be that now. Like you're you're immature, you're childish. It's time to start adulting. Can we start childing? <laughs> like, can we start kidding? I don't want to be a, a, an adult if adult means miserable, uh, mundane, nine to five. That's all your life has. Boring, boring, boring. No. So, but I say all that to say I have two challenges. Um, The first challenge is the compliment challenge. So, you know, go through life. Give someone a compliment uh, today, tomorrow, whatever. Try to give as many compliments as you feel you can. You know, simple things, but not no on oh, no fake force type stuff. You know, um, just, you know, find something nice to say about somebody. Oh, girl, I like them pants you got on today. They really uh, they look cool. Or, oh, man, I love them glasses. Like, hey, bro, uh, you looking short, man. That's what's up. Like, especially for the men, because I feel like sometimes there's a stigma or um, a double standard where men can't be certain ways or uh, vulnerable in certain ways because of this, you know, homophobic society we live in. Um, but that's a whole nother story. But yeah, um, my black people go out there and give some people some compliments and spread that love and that love will come back to you. Don't just do it because you want the love to come back, but just do it. You know, like it feels good. It feels good to see their reaction. Honestly, their their energy is instantaneous. When I tell somebody something and I, and I know that they haven't heard anything good in a while, you can see it. And I tell them something that I truly, genuine, I, I love giving compliments. If I see it, I'm like, "Oh, girl, I like your hair. Just the other day, I was at Ikea with my cousins, and a girl was like, "Oh, girl, I like your little uh, outfit. I had like this little uh, romper thing on, and it made me feel good. I was kind of in my head at that moment. And, you know, God put something on that person's heart to tell me something at the right moment at the right time. It got me out of my head. And then, guess what? I repaid it right back. That's recipro- uh, reciprocity. I said, Oh, and I like your hair and she, you know she swung her little hair around, and you know it was a good moment. That smile stayed on my face for a good five seconds after that little that moment and these things you know we need that positive light, like i said it's it's okay to relate and lean on each other through the pain, but also let's let's start learning how to relate through you know positivity too but um, yeah, and the next challenge I want you guys to do is something that I did at the beginning of my self love journey. As black people, I feel like we, with with colorism and texturism and racism, we a lot of times learn to hate the shell that we have chosen to be in, that God has put us in. And you have to get back to who you are, but first, one of the first things you have to transcend and get past is how you look on the outside, because that is the hardest thing to get by, since you can't hide that in a sense, if that makes sense. So... I started taking all my makeup off. Well, I never really wore makeup unless it was a special occasion, but I stopped doing the most, like I don't want to say the most, but I stopped doing anything that I felt like would tame me. I wanted to kind of look as rough as possible, you know, but presentable in a sense that I'm just like not bumming myself out, but you know, I just let my natural hair flow. I would just kind of do a twist out and just leave it out. Um, no makeup, no eyebrows, like drawn in or filled in no, um, gloss unless I had like chapstick or something um you know put my lotion on my face whatever but bare minimum no extra doing like extra fancy clothes just kind of bare minimum because I wanted to fall in love with myself again this vessel that I'm in that I chose to be in that God put me in is beautiful the flaws and all like my um um partner says you have to accept the imperfections and that there is perfection in imperfection. And so on my journey, I like to, to put things out there. On my uh IG page I posted like a few, you know, pictures and like, you know, posts that kind of I I felt that vulnerability gave me a sense of pride and strength and bravery. And it made me feel good about myself that no matter what how my body looks or is I I still know my soul behind it. I'm a good spirit. I'm I have a good heart and these things don't define me. I built strength within myself. I know that I'm more than just this face, this body, this belly, this uh stretch marks, this uh C-section scar, this lazy eye that, you know, um prevents me from making eye contact sometimes. That those all these insecurities, physical insecurities that are stopping me from going within that's the first roadblock you have to get past to even start tackling that inner work i mean you can start tackling inner work but what i'm saying is if you get past that it's going to be so much easier to get within because all of the programming and conditioning that's just around your physical appearance gender race hair color hair texture um skin color all these things weight um age all of these labels that we put on ourselves physically in the society, once you get past those things, you start to see the beauty within you, despite anything. And you start to conquer that insecurity. Once you start conquering that insecurity, self-confidence starts to rise. And you and your uh, esteem starts to rise. And your uh, worth starts to rise. But that's also part of the compliment challenge. They go hand-in-hand. Because you see, when you give people compliments and that compliment comes back, that's also validating, affirming, and confirming something you already know within yourself. So you're no longer needing the validation, but you accept it. How many of you have it hard out here to even accept a compliment? For so long, I, you know, and this is part of my family too. We've been conditioned to feel like, especially as women that, to be modest, you know, to not be perceived as, you know, bougie or, uh, oh, she just thinks she all it. We, we don't, we take compliments with, while giving ourselves the insult, somebody say, "Oh, girl, you look, your hair is so cute." Mm, girl, this stuff is so. we get on my nerve. Instead of saying, "Thank you," I really I put some time into it today, or, you know, I'm I'm trying this new conditioner. Practice accepting the compliment. You know, you don't have to be quote unquote fake modest to the point where you become insecure within yourself. It's okay to be confident. I always say, "Cocky is in the eye of the beholder." Conceited is a person who has to put somebody else down to bring yourself up. Uh, Just because you gassing yourself up and you giving yourself compliments does not mean you're cocky. A person who is perceiving you as cocky is projecting their insecurities within themselves. You being so confident in yourself is is highlighting and illuminating the, the way that they feel about themselves. That envy, that energy of envy, don't allow that to make you dim your light. For so long I used to feel like, man, I can't, I can't wear this around this friend or I can't act this way around this friend or I can't dance like this around this friend or I can't do this around this friend because I've been known as the humble friend or the friend that, that was homely or not so cute or whatever. So, Or I may have had a friend who I feel like was insecure, more insecure than me so I had to dim my light or humble myself um, to the point of acting almost self-abusing that to make them feel better. That's not a healthy relationship. So yeah, guys. Um, I just want to kind of put you guys on that challenge. So, sorry, I got a little I, <laughs> my preacher voice beginning on when I get in when I get in my uh in my little uh, passionate about something. I, I start getting preachery, but um yeah. I just want to kind of um put those things out so you know give some compliments, accept some compliments, um, and try to do a little natural challenge. Even if it's just like one day out of the week or, you know, on on this day, I'm going to, you know, no makeup. But all right, guys, as always, someone who cares, the spiritual activist, Keep God first. I love you guys. Peace out. Hey, guys. So I want to top off my video that I did a little while back about um, self-confidence. I mean, I'm sorry, about um, the challenge accepted, which is about accepting and giving compliments. But um I want to add on to that, I'm going to be doing two more videos, <clears throat> one about building self-confidence and one about self-love. So let's start with building self-confidence. As a black people, we are, okay, now <laughs> be prepared for what I'm about to say. Don't take it wrong because I'm talking about myself too. We are an ignorant people and ignorant doesn't mean dumb or stupid. Ignorant means we just don't know. And guess what? We never knew. We have never been taught, which makes us feel even more insecure. And we're willing to take whatever is thrown at us without questioning because we have been doing it for so long to survive. Like the roach, honestly, becoming scavengers of the earth. With so many superficial material or physical attachments because we didn't get the opportunity to create deeper human connections, which is why it is so deeply rooted and hard to cultivate in our relationships now as parents, you know, bonding with our children in a relationship, actually embracing love and accepting it um, within our family uh, constructs, everything. However, there is never any relation in healing to our plight, to our story, in, in any healing that people try to do, they never uh, reference it back to us. It's always the other people's struggles, the, the minute, the the little struggles that other people have on a day-to-day basis. And it's like, well, what do you think we go through when we've had to endure it for over 500 years? That's why I say we all we got. We are so oblivious to how damaged and dysfunctional a lot of our culture is, but we have to know there is so much great about it as well. And that's the balance. We have to ground and relish in that to not lose to not lose it, like lose ourselves in grief or heartache. You know, we can only heal so much, and then we need to go back and center and ground and know that we are not perfect and we have had to endure a lot. And so, honestly, we have a get-out-of-jail-free card, but we are extremely disconnected from our heart centers. We have what is known as a heart wall. I forget who came up with this concept, but imagine your heart behind a brick wall, and each brick has something that's a roadblock to it, like a... like um. Fear, despair, stress, uh, abandonment, grief—whatever—all these things are blocking your heart. And we do that to protect our heart, but we don't realize that wall is not only protect, stopping love or stopping it from getting broken, quote unquote, but it's also stopping you from feeling actual genuine love. So you can't give or receive it. Um, and it's the healing. the The heart center is the epicenter of healing. That is the highest frequency is love. And to me, that's where God's love is, in my opinion. That's where the love is. That's where, you know, um the true essence of, of you is. But we have such a huge heart wall that we can't even access it due to the many roadblocks in the mind and unconscious body. My theory is black people didn't come here to be distracted by Um, math, spelling bees, but we have deeper deeper spiritual purposes. Not saying that math and and spelling is unimportant, but our purpose, one that makes us maybe weak and boring (laughs) in uh, extra school curriculum, but it's because that's not our main purpose and we don't need a society that was never designed to uplift us to continue to tell us what we are efficient and poor at. But this need to want and feel special sets us up for so many spiritual traps, joining every bandwagon and clicking on every video about superpowers, psychic abilities, and abundance and money, but never the ones about rooted self-hate, post-traumatic slave syndrome, and baking esteem and self-love. We have to get our priorities straight and stop seeking bandage, quick-fix solutions and get to the root of the actual repetitive cycles. A suppressant, like a pill, you know, pill for every ill is only temporary we are products of an of this impatient go 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 medicating western society that never seeks truth the roots or holistic viewpoints that is a huge setback and needs to change now more pointers post-traumatic slave syndrome and society's depictions of us in the media movies all these other things affects how we view and feel about ourselves the trauma we endured on a day-to-day basis our ancestors endured and that we still continue to endure was detrimental to our psyches and esteem and it still affects us to this day that's why vacant esteem is part of their post-traumatic slave syndrome the masa mentality this this fueled their master mentality ego which is which fueled us with self-hate and destructive self-image this affects our ability to see the good within not even able to accept the freaking compliment See the challenge accepted and let no one define new segments. Look at the root history playing the dozens. This is a game, um, and I'll try to link the YouTube video where the girl talks about this. Um, but it's a game that we play basically modern day, it's like ranking on each other. If you if you watch Wild and Out, it's a good depiction of it. But um Yeah, we did that to build mental uh strength because it's like you being beat on all day verbally by your master. So if we can do it to ourselves then we we're preparing ourselves and, and, um, getting, uh, a, a, how do I say like accustomed to the whippings of the words. And so, um, but in turn that had like a, a, a negative effect because the things you're pointing out about these people, you see yourself within them. So it makes you start to internalize those things, those words you're spewing out, you know what I mean? So it was, it's, it's a, a bittersweet tactic because you're building mental strength but in turn it's uh that 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 inner turmoil that master mentality with the true essence of who you really are and but these are these survival tactics and coping mechanisms that we created to make it through a situation where we couldn't exert the energy and the frustration and the angers that we had um out into a oppressor um Everybody has a purpose and strength to find your, and, and everybody has a purpose and a strength. You need to find yours and ground in that power. Society's ego con- conditioning to judge and make people feel dumb has created a lot of insecurities and defenses of what I call the know-it-all syndrome, which is a huge roadblock and defense mechanism to humbling your pride long enough to learn something with significance and substance. I always say, if you think you know everything, you'll never know anything. For instance, a brain surgeon may be a genius. But yeah, so a brain surgeon may be a genius in, in brain surgery, but when it comes to fixing his car, if he felt his intelligence in that field of brain surgery, or specialty made him capable of fixing his car, then he would mess something up. And on the other end, if a person with street smarts gauges their worth or inner wisdom on being able to write a doctoral paper, then they would be setting their self-esteem up for failure. You see? Also, it takes bravery to be a human and express yourself authentically and be vulnerable, showing your imperfections and the fact that you are not God, but are still perfect in his or her eyes. It's, it just goes with the fact that you are stepping into your power. You are being authentic. You are trying something new. You're you're showing your human expressions. You are not no longer repressing your your bodily functions, your mental functions, your spiritual functions, your emotional uh, reactions. You you're being yourself, and that takes a bravery. And that's you should ground in that, and that's a power in itself. That takes bravery. It takes bravery to show vulnerability. Like people don't realize how much strength it takes to just be yourself and be authentic to 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 honor your feelings and honor your inner world um one of the biggest uh solutions is do master mentality ego work you have to detach from that inner voice that keeps you in this turmoil of being your true self that keeps you in this light of of darkness it's like that has this cast of darkness over who you are as a person constantly fueling the inner critic you know with this false sense of self this uh it just fills you with so much despair and self hate hate still stuck in his vacant esteem desperate for validation worth and respect within the world seeking it from outside people who are just as blind as us and i'm referring to mostly you know White society, or you know, the Eurocentric standard of of beauty and um, uh, success, they will never let you in their club. Their minds won't let them at this moment. They got to do the work too to free their souls from a life of hate and unconscious racism. No matter how bad they try to ignore or deny it or psych themselves out of it, we walk around always having to prove ourselves. That's why we have to know our worth. And know that we are just as worthy as anyone else. And we don't have to walk around all day trying to prove it to our master mentalities. It will never be satisfied. That's why you have to let it die. So you can live your life free. Not to the colonizer standards. Not to Eurocentric standards. Not to uh, American society standards. But to your own standards. Rebuild and redefine your sense of self. You have a blank canvas with paints passed down from your ancestors of royalty, and of resilience. Either way, you have the potential to make a masterpiece in your hands. Start manifesting the picture now. It is time. The more of the story, people always walking around trying to make black people feel dumb and inferior for being ignorant, and, and a lot of times it's us too because we're walking around as henchmen with this monster mentality. When ignorant is a get-out-of-jail-free card, it's your excuse. Nigga I don't know I never knew My mom never knew My daddy never knew Stop effing with my psyche And self esteem To keep me stuck In feelings of defeat And hopelessness When you know my power Is within Me That's why Of all people, we have been so suppressed from any knowledge about our God-given strength. You think God put anything on our bodies that was meant to be cut off, changed, altered, bleached? God makes no mistakes. But how can I get that through your head? God makes no mistakes. We are a chosen people born woke but oppressed by the mass mentality henchmen. There is a spiritual war going on the war has been going on and the more we stop deflecting and pretending and believing all the manipulative ploys to make us feel like it's all in our heads and we're playing the race card then we'll see how disconnected the world is making us from god and or spirit you know but i just wanted to like hopefully help you understand that to build self-confidence you have to build that within yourself and that goes to my next video which is self-love, which I call the most deeply rooted deficiency within a black spirit. But yeah, have confidence, guys. Nobody knows anything. Everything suggests that we all are here trying to learn and do the best we can. So you have to know what you know and be willing to humble yourself enough to learn more. Be confident in who you are and know that you are a work in progress and it's a journey, not the destination. Love you guys. All right, so as promised, I'm going to do the video on self-love, the deepest-rooted deficiency. Why is self-love so hard for the black community? A journey to break the mental enslavement around the idea that we are not worthy of love because we are thinking with the colonizer's mind, the masa mentality. In order to learn how to love, you have to acknowledge and integrate the shadow of the racist self. You hate me because I remind you of you. And in America, culture's eyes, historically and presently, you're no good. Here's a mantra. A mantra is a a word or phrase that kind of helps you ground in a a positive energy. My mantra that I say is self-love is the gateway to my happiness. My faith in God's love sustains me and is my peace of mind. Self-love is the gateway to my happiness. My faith in God's love sustains me and is my peace of mind. So, you know, that's something that I like to say to myself. That's what grounds me, and that's what keeps me at peace when, you know, the world's going to shit. (laughs) To me, the first step to any aspect of self-improvement is self-love. It is the root of every ailment and problem known to man and spirit, if you ask me. All the depression, social anxiety, stress, people-pleasing, shadowing self, indecency, pain, sickness, neglect, judgment, guilt, shame, and the list never ends it's all rooted in how you love yourself because when you truly love at all aspects of yourself, you don't neglect them and you don't, um, yeah, neglect is all encompassing. So you, you give a certain level of self care. And that's why I I'm truly with, you know, the hood healer. She was the first person I ever heard of the term like radical self care. I'm really into it. And I, and I get a lot of people saying, and not the bubble baths and face masks that everyone's doing now. I don't know why people are downplaying that. For black people, we we a lot of us don't even know what self-care and self-love is. And 2020 kind of introduced that to us. And I'm not too proud to admit that I really never practiced any self-care. And so to me, a bubble bath is not mundane to me. It's something that's actually fulfilling to my spirit and my spirit loves it. So don't let people out here downgrade what you consider to be self-care and self-love for yourself. So I just want to put that out there. Um, Know your worth. Black folks are quick learners and resilient because we have a lot to prove. But don't let anyone who is unaware of this psyche adaptation manipulation, manipulate your ego to make you feel unworthy or not good enough. Know what kind of worker and person you are so no one can shake your foundation of self-love. Like, for instance, me. I know I'm a sweet soul. I know I don't have to prove myself anymore. I've bent over backwards for friends and this and that, trying to prove this and prove that. And it's because your ego is never satisfied. Your ego has such this poor self-image and is making a scene that is seeking that, a validation for people. And you can't, people who can't love themselves cannot love you. People who cannot see themselves um, in this positive light with confidence, they can't give you that. So stop seeking it from other people. Don't get wrapped up in analyzing what you do. The things you do, just focus on, do you want to continue to be this way? And if not, focus on solution-based options. The Roots isn't about the judgmental, it's about identifying the problem. Ground and not relying on other people to make you feel good about yourself or being able to affect your sense of self just because they don't understand you. But accountability is something else. Roots. Our ancestors' pain runs through our veins. The pain is ours until we release it. We don't have to carry the burden of being beaten down, and our psyches being told we were unworthy. Nothing but property. Hearing it from our wounded parents, family, communities, societies. Seeing it on TV until we are on the brink of mental of a mental breakdown. Then being kicked while we're down, and ever and. This never-ending negative experience, we feel getting fired, dumped, neglected by friends, all because we have been so dependent on others and outside sources to fill up our cup. When we have to learn how to do that for ourselves. And I always say, you can't share from an empty cup. You have to fill yours up in order to help others. So that's part of that self-love and self-care. How do we cultivate it? What are the solutions that feed our heart and soul? What makes you happy, joyful, blissful, peaceful, having fun, eating good, working out, cooking, crying it out every now and then, getting your hair done, doing things that are good for your health, body, mind, keeping your spirits up. Know you are beautiful. You are enough. You belong. You are worthy. No matter how ignorant the world around you may be, God knows your heart and made no mistakes creating you. You have to reparent the trauma brain. Have discipline, have some self-care, have some emotional regulation, have some joy. This, you know, uh, was a video from the holistic psychologist. Open your heart. You're allowed to feel good about yourself. Who cares if your confidence and self-acceptance offends them? Ignore their comments. Don't let it sink into your psyche. Establish self-love limits if need be, which are, you know, um, my reframing of the word boundaries. Keep shining your light. They need it. If they are the ones in the darkness, not you. That negativity is a reflection of their own pain, not yours. And you don't have to internalize it just to feel like you care. Caring is not about coming down to another person's level or matching the energies that bring you down. It's about continuing to shine your light and staying in that confidence and staying in that, um, yeah, just that confidence and, and shining that light hopefully they'll they'll see you as a motivation or inspiration and not something that they should envy. But if they do, that is not your problem. Not to sound like a jerk, but it's true. You can only do so much and you can't live your life trying to micromanage and regulate everyone else's emotions. This is why I do what I do on this podcast, because this is my way of giving advice this is my way of uplifting my community i don't have to go to every specific person and sit with them for days and years and and you know helping them go through it this is it i'm giving you the tools and the the thing to jog your your own consciousness so that you can sink it in within your soul and see what resonates with your heart and and all that so that you can cater and twist it and personalize it to your own needs but yes like i said self-love guys We can no longer allow the stories that we've heard about slavery, about this, and and, and the media depictions and all of this stuff continue to bring us down. We are a beautiful people. We have been through everything, and yet we still rise. If that can't give you self-love and self-worth and esteem, I don't know what will. Keep pushing, guys. We're going to be all right. Hey, a quick voice memo. Um one something about subconscious i realize like my short-term memory is bad because my long-term memory is so good like i have a very sensitive subconscious movies if i watch it um i start to it starts to get in my head like you know it's it's in my i can tell it's in my subconscious because i start overthinking things like okay say i watch this movie and the woman has ptsd and she's like uh, driving reckless and, and doing all these un, unhealthy uh, kind of like coping skills like that is helping them through. So my overthinking behind anxious behind will, will start to feel like, oh, I'm driving too fast. Am I do I have PTSD? It said like hypochondriac like that, wanting to diagnose yourself type energy. And I'm like, just be mindful of what you consume, because even when you think you're being strong for, for people who have very overactive minds. And very like sensitive subconscious, I call it. Like, be very mindful because you can be consuming stuff, and and it's and it's creating your reality because you don't even realize how subconsciously like you're you're uh, putting this information into your life. But then on another topic, hey, stop letting people define you in all aspects. Stop letting people define what a, you know who you are, what you are, um, your mental, uh, state, your emotional state. Because what I'm realizing is there's a lot of people putting out their personal insecurities and their personal, um, revelations and reflections. And it's impacting other people because they're questioning their whole lives based on someone else's experience. There really is no fact. Even when it comes to psychology, like, I may get a lot of flack for this, but I don't care because it's like, (laughs) nobody knows but God. So, yes, you can make these theories, you can make these opinions, but I feel like everything is suggestive. Unless you're saying, hey, the clouds are outside, it's cloudy outside, and I can see that, you can see that, a thousand people can see that. That's a fact. Okay, okay. But when you but when you start making like theories of saying, um, you know, being a people pleaser, that's that was bad. That's your opinion. That's what you feel like your life portrays you. But what I'm noticing is like you go along with this mindset and start thinking, okay, I was a people pleaser. Let me stop being a people pleaser. I ain't no longer doing this for nobody and for everybody, I'm finna be selfish. Just remember you the energy you put out is the energy you're gonna get back. So you start putting all this selfish energy out and start then um, like, oh, I'm not gonna be a people pleaser, Negro. Everybody around you people pleaser, so it's balancing out. Like, and just having faith that God is not gonna allow you, to, like, not not allow you, but like God is is giving you blessings because of your heart. It's not they've labeled it as people pleasing, but maybe you're just a caring person, and it's like I'm overthinking crap that I want to be like because I'm I'm being I'm allowing this label of being a people pleaser to define me. And it's like say for example, say uh, someone called me and I missed a call. Me, I'm a very I like to explain myself. I like to, you know, be con- what I feel is considerate and just say like, "Oh hey girl, I answered your call. You know, my morning got busy yada yada yada." But if I if I let this label of being a people pleaser, oh well, I don't got to explain myself. I I don't have to tell them nothing yada. Like, do you see like how that energy, how that has changed my attitude from being this, what I feel like is sweet. Or people telling you being nice is fake. Yeah, it's fake if if you really feel like that's not you. But if it's really you, then it's like, be that way. Don't let people feel like, don't let other people's revelations define you. Like, we're in a very, um, how can I say? fluid time it's like because everybody is awakening to things that that are happening in their life and I'm going to I'm gonna do another video about what I think about awakening and in this whole spirituality uh, movement and monetizing and trending whatever but that's a whole nother video but everybody is kind of reflecting in quote-unquote healing whatever that means Um, so you're gonna get a lot of theories, a lot of opinions. Even what I'm saying is a theory and opinion. But the thing about me is, I'm always making a disclaimer that this is my perspective, and that's what life is about. It's about the fact that perspective is the real power. Perception is the real power. That's basically all life is. It's a bunch of people's perspectives, perceptions, beliefs, theories, opinions, personal truths. It's not fact so you you basically can choose what you want to believe in your reality but just choose things that empower you choose things that center you with love not hate not that's part of the agenda don't don't fall for that trap don't let stuff harden your heart don't let things turn you into this cold-hearted selfish b-i-t-c-h because that's the energy you' you're gonna get you're gonna start going around being self-centered and thinking that you've been doing so much for everybody else, not even seeing that you've been getting blessings your family around you has been doing for you too, and you thinking you're doing so much. get out of that narcissistic selfish I don't even like to label it narcissistic, but just get out of that selfish mentality of like you know the world is like it's revolving around you. it's not revolving around you. In a sense, it is, but not really. Like, stop looking at how everything is happening to you and realize like some things are happening for you, and some things, like, you're getting benefit from it. Don't just see everything from your perspective. See like what other people are doing for you too, or or try not to just see it from like a dense lens. You know, try to try to see the positive in in, in life and try to see all the good things that people are doing for you. Like to me, that's the true healing. Like being able to to me, transmutation is being able to see life from a different perspective. Being able to like reframe it to, to to a more selfless perspective, to more like okay, you know, maybe maybe, you know, I understand, maybe my parents didn't do everything that I felt like they needed, that I needed. But we're really out here doing the best we can, and as a parent, I was able to see that much more clearly, and it's like I, out of everything I'm doing to, that I feel like may have been like an improvement on my childhood or whatever my son can still wake up and still be like mom I'm 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 traumatized you 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 didn't do enough mom oh my god mom my friend's mom did that I mean so if I'm and that can stress me out and make me be this overcompensating person but it's like I know in my heart I'm doing the best I can I know I want the best for my son so it's like it's just about shifting their perspective yeah your parents may not have done everything you wanted but when you really look back like as i started healing i started seeing more and more what my parents did for me and like i started seeing them for human beings who may have had wounds of their own who may have had trauma of their own who 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 are i'm gonna I'm keep it real who are black people in the, in america who are doing the best they can, despite all of the, you know, obstacles and, and things that we may face. Not an excuse, not a victim mentality type thing. Like, I know that you can you can make a way sometimes, but it's like, it is hard when you feel that, you know, prejudice and, and, and those roadblocks that come to us. But what I want us to start doing, which I will make a, a, another video specifically, is turning our pain into power and how... The way we've been doing things, yeah, they may not be one hundred percent perfect. Yeah, there may be dysfunctions in our in our families and what we consider love and and what we do. But ultimately, I know for my family, there's unconditional love there. Yes, there's a, there, there's dysfunctions or whatever. But I'm not gonna allow somebody to tell me your relationship is codependent. Your relationship has trauma bond. Trauma bond needs nuts. Like codependent, uh, kiss my ass. Like <laughs> like seriously, like it's just like. Stop allowing people to define you. My family is literally what got me out of a psychotic break, which is kind of like ultimately what what I feel like spiritual awakening is. It's like when you're really about to really, like, it's like the shaw that broke the camera back. Because if you think about what usually triggers it, it's some life-altering event. You may not think it is, but it's like you was really one snap away from losing your shit. And so this awakening is kind of like, It could be a midlife crisis. It could be a a extreme uh, like a divorce after years. It could be losing a job after years. It could be something dramatic that makes you call your whole life into question. They've just labeled it as a spiritual awakening because it's like that's just what they labeled. I I don't got time to go all into that, but it's like if you look at it from this your spirit, which is like kind of like your motivation and drive as from the black perspective. If you look at the fact that our spirit has been oppressed for a very long time based on, you know, systematic institutionalized racism, then it's like, it's kind of like you get this thing that break the camera back. It's like, after all of that, this is just the limit that your spirit has. And it's like, now it's like something has triggered it to like, no, we finna step up. We finna fight. Like your spirit and your, uh, or soul, or if you believe in that or not, whatever, you can just say something is happening within you, that inner turmoil, is happening where it's like no We finna fight back this this mind These mental constructs These illusions uh, This ego that has been uh, Fueling you with you know negative um, Ideas of who you are You know what I'm saying like now it's our time to fight back But um, all in all Just like the ultimate Message of this video uh, uh, Whatever audio Is that stop letting People define you take everything with a grain of salt everything in this world is suggestive all advice is suggestive all things you watch is suggestive all things you listen to is suggestive everything you consume is getting in your subconscious so be mindful and you don't need so all these you don't need to follow all these people you don't need to get all these collective readings um that's on a whole nother story on my spiritual manipulation um video that i will be doing soon you know but Ultimately, you know your life. Center in how does your life make you feel? Center in, you know, yeah, my relationship has its issues, so so does everybody's. I don't care what these people are showing you, what they what you see, the social media world is effing people up because it's giving them only that um that tunnel vision perspective, the tunnel vision point of view. You're not seeing none of the crap that's happening around it. You're only seeing that flashlight shine on this one spot of the room, not realizing the whole room is trashy, messy. You see this couple looking so, oh, lovely, lovely, holding hands, not knowing they they, they just finished arguing, which is nothing wrong. But that's the thing. No one wants to show these aspects of themselves because we want to keep this persona, this mask of, of this false reality. That's constantly fueling the ego, which is a false sense of self. So it's like be mindful of that when you're looking and seeking, you know, advice and seeking uh refuge and seeking healing. Because at the end they ain't nobody even really teaching out here. Heal, do your shadow work, transmute, transcend. I don't wanna hear another transmute, transcend. I'm tired of this spiritual movement because it's it's a it's Selling wolf tickets full of shit like it's it's so irritating to me now because it's like you're giving you're feeding fantasies instead of reality like you're not allowing people to you're not really giving them the tools that they need to really solve anything I'm all about solutions I'm all about concrete things like what we need is honest communication honest confessions honest conversations. Not just talking at each other, but really putting our pride, our ego, our personalities aside and just seeing the person for a person. And this goes for women, men, mothers, children. It doesn't matter. Like everyone needs to put their pride aside and be able to listen to somebody. Actually practice listening, active listening, not listening to talk. (laughs) you know but like i said don't let anyone define you you have the power to define yourself and keeping god first that faith build on that but you know my videos begin all over the place so like i said i have additional videos that i feel like i'll try to get into more specifically you know the spiritual manipulation video turning the pain into power um and I forgot what else I said because I really just be freestyling these as I think about it. I took a hiatus for a second because I was going through my own, um, you know, mental issues and I had to take a break and I'm dismantling the shame and guilt around going through stuff mentally, because that is what I feel honestly is what's going to be the true healing. When people no longer are feeling ashamed because they, their, their mind is is racing and they're overthinking and they're having so much anxiety and they're having de- feelings of depression, taking that shame and guilt away and being more open and inventing and, and, and sharing that that pain is the true essence of how we're going to heal. That community energy is how we've always healed and it's how we're going to continue to heal. Don't let somebody come here and tell you what you got to do when this has been working for us for centuries. Black people, don't stop doing what, what we've been doing to survive all the oppression, all the things we've been doing. Don't switch it up too much. Okay, you want to throw some crystals in that? Fine. We're, start wearing some crystals. But you ain't got to. God is ultimately the source. So all this extra stuff is just stuff that make you feel like you, you, you're you doing better or whatever. It's like, shoot, I bought some crystals. I don't even know if them suckers real. They, they look like they painted on them or added the stuff on there. So it's like you really don't know. You don't got to walk around being too much of a skeptic. But I'm just saying, don't start seeking outside of your faith. Because honestly, that's that's really in essence what everything is. You buying this crystal, having faith that it's going to give you something that extra that you need. So build on that, that root chakra. if We want to go into spirituality. Let's get to the basics. If we want to go. That root is the stability of your, your foundation of you. Focus on that first. Don't jump up to the crown and, and get back into the head. Like this society has been very mind centered. Get into your heart and get into your root and focus on stabilizing with family, close friends, yourself, establishing a strong sense of who you are. You know who you are. People are, are, are monetizing this find yourself. Uh, you know, they're feeding, they're preying on people's vulnerabilities because you're going through this midlife crisis and everybody want to find a purpose, find a self. We know who we are. We don't need to find ourselves. It's not about finding ourselves. It's about finding the courage to display ourselves, finding the courage to release the fear Around, when we become ourselves, we're going to be rejected. When we become ourselves, we're going to be abandoned. Okay, you may be abandoned by some people, but the ones who really, really rock with you and really, really, truly love you and, and unconditionally support you and accept you for who you are, they may say that little stuff behind your back, but low-key, they admiring you. Yeah, our black folks, we got our dysfunctions. Yeah, we gossip and we say little stuff. That's how we relate. Oh, well. That's how we open up the... That's how we relate to each other that's how we 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 connect through our pain you can call the trauma bond all you want but that's how we've been doing it for so long and it's about shifting yes open up with that connect with that but then it's like now let's talk about some positive stuff too what i've what god has you know put on my heart is that it's all about balance balance and everything yeah, you can talk about the stuff we're going through. Girl, I, oh, man. You know, as us mothers, you know, we can talk about being mothers. As fathers, talk about being, you know, when you get around your friends and your girlfriends and, you know, you have your conversations. Dudes, when you get around your partners, y'all talk and vent. It's like, yeah, you can talk and vent, but now let's talk about some positive stuff too. Balance. It's just about balancing. It's not about uprooting your whole life and, and letting somebody make you feel like everything you've been doing in life is wrong. Are you still here? Are you surviving? Are you resilient? Have you turned your pain into power? Yes, we've been doing it. We're just not acknowledging it because this world keeps making us feel like everything we're doing is wrong. No, baby, we're doing right because we still are strong. We still are here. Don't let nobody, these new therapists, these psychologists get in your head and in your psyche and tell you what you're doing is wrong. Yes, some things can change. Some things can be modified. But don't throw away your whole, don't throw, the. it's like just throw the whole culture away. It's not about throwing the whole culture away. This cancel culture, like, no. It's just about making little tweaks here and there to, you know, make, optimize and make the best of what, what we got which is what we've been doing this is a very very weird time in the world right now people are doing a lot of uh they're leading people the wrong way they're leading people and getting them sucked into realities and virtual realities and and evil crap and demonic sh- like all kind of stuff like be mindful what you start adapting into your life because you don't know what what kind of pandora's box you open opening stick to what you know stick to the foundation stick to the basics gradually get in, dip your foot into to stuff don't go full-fledged fl- because you're thinking your whole life needs to change because you're so effed up and your life's so effed up and your family's so effed up and the black culture everything is effed up no don't fall for the trap black families black culture black people are under attack psychologically and you need to be aware and mindful of those things if you're going through awakening and if you're not, if you're just living life, if, but if you're going through stuff, like, don't think you messed up because you're going through stuff. Let me tell you something. Everybody going through stuff. People just don't talk about it because they fear judgment. But the way we're going to heal is by talking about it. That's how you break the ice. This is something black people have been doing for the longest, and this is why we're so strong because we we break we 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 build that comfort amongst ourselves by knowing that we're not struggling and going through stuff alone. And you start to dismantle that master mentality that I've you know coined is because you you're no longer competing and comparing your life to someone else's because you know that their life has issues too. We all have issues. There's no need to compete and compare. And you're not fake because you, you know, you don't let the world know all your, your issues and your problems. You're not fake because you have certain friends for this and certain friends for that. You're not fake because you talk this way with these people and talk this way with that people person. You're not fake because um, you have, you're multifaceted. One minute you want to be whatever they labeled hood. One minute you've been labeled. You want to be whatever they've labeled rocker. You want to be whatever they've labeled this or that. No, you're just multifaceted. And all these are aspects of you. That's the freedom of, of that's the spiritual liberation. You know, one minute you want to feed that, that freak spirit. Maybe one minute you want to feed that wild spirit. One minute you want to feed that conservative, uh, spirit. One minute you want to, you want to feed the, the spiritual, you know, um, religious spirit. It's all kinds of energies that you can uh, entertain. It does not mean you're fake. That's what I'm saying. Stop letting people define you. Stop feeling like you got to fit in the box. Because now spirituality, this trend is is putting people back in the box. Bruh, don't, don't. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what they say? Play with your mammy. Don't play with me. Y'all better be, be woke. Shoot like realize what's going on be mindful but as always you you guys i'm gonna end this message with someone who cares the spiritual activist peace love light and healing energies be open to receiving i love you guys peace out